and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It is time for the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway Along for the Ride podcast, driven as always by Bet Online. Your number one source for all your sports betting needs, football and basketball season. Check it out at Bet Online where the game starts. Okay, guys, uh, I want to start with the Celtics. We were going to do some Anthony Davis. We'll get to that. I have a lot of opinions on the talk that's coming out of the Lakers right now, which I find nauseating. Uh, but Jalen Brown carried the Celtics over the Nets, a 103 92 win. Uh, he was on fire. He had 20 points in the first quarter, hit some threes. And it, I thought it was perfect timing, Bob, even though Tatum had a good night last night, obviously. But Tatum had been struggling lately. And it obvious to me, Brown thought going in that he had to really step on the gas in this game. He has been able, yes, he's been tremendous. And uh, making his case for an all-star bid, you know, for the second time, for sure. Uh, Tatum did have all those turnovers, too, uh, by the right. way, in the midst of everything else. And he was sort of apologetic for that. Um, no, it was, a, it was a grinding game, naturally. And, and the game, they they all recognized that they've won that game. Yes, he had the 20 points in the first quarter, but that game was won by defense and and uh, and creating turnovers when they had to have. When the game got down to 78-76, I think there were four turnovers created in the next, you know, like seven possessions or something like that. And uh, um, seek away baskets and and, uh, and life was good. Um, it that and it's, the dialogue lately has been uh, that uh, the team has to. Uh, remember who it, how it got where it got last year, which was defense. They've been riding this wave of all this offense, and the threes have been falling. And la di da, that's wonderful. The number right up there in the league in, in offense. But but in the end, and, and we all know when it matters down the road, uh, you know you're going to have to play better defense. And they have been playing. And they last night was a, a a start in that right direction. It was a good win to launch a brutal road trip. I mean, a brutal. Uh, you know, not just the length of it and the craziness of having to pack for Toronto and Phoenix, you know, but uh, just uh, uh, the quality of the opponents. You know, Toronto is a the, the, tonight is a uh, team you got to pay attention to, and of course they're going to Phoenix, and so so and, and anyway, uh, it's um, uh, as a good way to in, to get off and running on the, on a very important road trip. Yeah, I mean Jalen Brown certainly like he's taking that next step. <laughs> Right, which which I think we all kind of wanted to see him do. The only thing he hasn't done is shoot the ball uh, as well from three this year, and he was great <laughs> last night against the next three. But uh, I, I think, again, I, I feel like now he's starting to embrace the fact that, okay, you know what? I'm not going to fight that I'm I'm 1B anymore alongside. Jason Tatum is the most talented player on this team. He's <laughs> the best player. And you know what? I'm going to embrace the fact that the benefit is I don't see a double team every night. I don't see double teams every night. So I, I'm I'm going to be able to thrive. And my next contract is going to be a max contract partially because I play with Jason Tatum. Right. And he should be an all-star because they're the best team right now in basketball. The best team should have two all-stars. Well, they're sure the deepest right now. And they're going to get deeper with, uh, with Robert Williams, which is going to – I won't say it's going to be a problem, but it's going to be an issue as to – uh, you know, the distribution of minutes and how people's, you know, people getting used to new roles, if you will. You know how you figure that out, Bob? <clears throat> you you don't play uh, glass Rob uh, 30, 35 minutes a game. You, you, you play him <laughs> 25 minutes a game. That's what you do. 
You right. honestly like right. I mean, why why him. push him if you don't need to protect Robert Williams so you have him healthy for the playoffs? Right. right. Yeah. Period. That's that's the biggest advantage you're going to have right now is your depth. Like you said, you have everything. When Rob Williams comes back, what are you missing? Legitimately, what don't you have in the Celtics team? You have absolutely everything you right. need. Well, so I mean, all you got to do is stay healthy. Well, the only thing, the only criticism, if at all, has been, you know, they're going to need a big at some point. They'll need a big at some point. I mean, you know, obviously right. Milwaukee in the playoffs, you're going to need him. Yep. You're going to need him. And then yep. he solves that problem. Uh, so as they say, Bob Ryan, uh, a good problem to have. Now, Tatum did have 29 points with 11 rebounds. What do you think, Jeff, was going on with him the last couple games? Uh, Bob mentioned he had the turnovers. Or is it just one of those things that he's human to? Yeah, he's I mean, he took, he took that game off, right, Bob? Like, he, he sat out, what was it, a week or so ago. Yeah. I just think it's a grind of a year, right, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I, I they were entitled for – for off nights, period, you know, and um, that, that's all in the hell. It's not like Larry didn't have them. He had them. They all have them at some point. They're less than, they're less than perfect nights. And uh, this is the thing that, that they were able to withstand it. And um, that's fine. But no, he'll, he'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I don't like the nine turnovers. That, that's awful. That, 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 that can't be repeated. And, 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 but he knows that, uh, but that, that can't be, you know, that, that's not good at all. When that was the issue last year in the second, in the playoffs and in, in the finals. So, okay, but no, really, it it it's almost too good to be true-ish at the moment with this team. Uh, the way that the way things fall into place, you know, I mean, Luke Cornett's better than we thought. You know, Sam Hauser is fooling Jeff Goodman. Come on, Jeff. Yeah, fool no, you a little bit. Shots. And you, you know, mm-hmm. and and then there's that lingering issue that many people have of of, of where's the minutes for Peyton? Damn it. Peyton Pritchard should be, you know, but it's I hard. I don't have that issue, Bob. That, that do. issue doesn't bother me. It does. It doesn't bother me, but it, it, I, I'd like to see him get the, he's merited that those minutes. But the thing is like Malcolm Brogdon is Malcolm Brogdon, and, right. you know, so that I understand. Derek, hey, Derek White's making a lot more money than Peyton Pritchard. Who are you going to play? Derek White too. Derek White too. Yes. Yes. But, but they have. It's the beauty and, of the team. The beauty yeah. of the team is. Somebody gets hurt. Marcus smarts out. Yeah. It, they find a way to, to work itself out in a long season like this, in the regular season. And then in the playoffs, hopefully you don't have to play Pey- Peyton Pritchard. If you do, it hopefully doesn't kill you. But if you don't, that means you're healthy. Yeah, yeah, right. And and so, no, I mean, I'm just saying, I I, I like the guy. I was rooting for the guys as they got him. Yeah. He, he, he even he makes hustle plays and he, he's – I like him, but you know, but what are we going to do? There's only right. There's only so many minutes, and and and, my, and believe me, I'm very very happy to have Malcolm Brogdon on this team. That's for sure. He's awesome. <laughs> he's he's such a great addition <laughs> and such an understated player and person, Gary. Uh, he was exactly what this team needed because right. again, he doesn't care about getting any attention or any of that. He just makes the right play. Derek White just makes the right play. And that's what you needed with, I don't want to say too, like they're not ego guys in, in Tatum and Jalen Brown, but they're, they're, they want to become alpha dogs. They weren't ready a year ago at this time right. and they've grown into it. Well, Jeff and Bob, both of you know this, that successful professional teams, regardless of the sport, always have a veteran or two that show people how you do business. And Bob, when you talk about a Brogdon, uh, I think that, especially with the coaching turmoil the Celtics had, 
that everybody has forgotten about hasn't been an issue at all. When you have veterans like White and Brogdon that just go about their business and show everybody how it's done, mm-hmm. that's like having another coach. Oh, and there's no question. You're right. No matter what sport we're talking about, those people, those type of people are are invaluable, and and they're very fortunate to have. And they've got big brother. They got the ultimate big brother in Al, and they just signed up right. Al for two more years. And uh, you know, Al. What did you think of that, Bob? What did you think of two more years for Al? Uh, what was I'm the money? Thinking, How much was it? I forget the money, but um, I'm I'm a little surprised. I mean, I'm I'm sure uh, you have to go back to how they got him when Oklahoma City decided they had a, they wanted to live without him right. and sat him down literally, and that's how he was available to come back here. Um, you know, I'll tell you what he's he's auditioning for the Udonis Haslam role. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on, yeah, on the Celtic. By the way, Haslam got into a game hey. here tonight. Two years at at twenty million, so basically ten million a year, uh, and he's going to play till he's basically uh, what does that put him at? Almost forty. Almost yeah. forty. Yeah, Haslam's forty two. He actually played the other day. It, it's a good. <laughs> it's a, Wait, you want to call what he did playing? Well, he actually was put on the floor while the clock was ticking. Is that is that fair? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think I think Al is a good investment. Well, you know what Al is again. Even if he can be a rotation big at that point. And playing 18, 20 minutes, he's a chemistry guy. He's a oh, locker no. guy. And with Kyrie long gone, Al has made his presence felt in the locker room. I, I feel like the last go around, Al wasn't able to um, impose his leadership on that young team, largely because Kyrie right. was in that locker room. And now it's, again, you go in there, it's like it's a different locker room. It's a different vibe around them. Um, and, and, and you know, a lot of it is because Kyrie's gone. I mean, back then, too, you had, you know, Gordon Hayward was quiet. Al was quiet. Tatum was young. Grant Williams wasn't really in the locker room at that point. So he, it was such a different – Kemba was in the locker room for a while after Kyrie. He was quiet. Now it's just a good mix right now. It's a good mix. Uh, now let's go to the other side. The opposite end of the spectrum with the Nets, who are 13 and 12. The Celtics are 19 and 5. And Durant, as we talked about, you know, you can have problems with Durant with what he says on Twitter, but he shows up and he plays basketball as he had 31. Kyrie, 7 of 21. He had 18. Uh, you know, Simmons uh, did not play. Not play. You know, I, I, we keep saying, Jeff, about the Nets, like, boy, if they could turn it around. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I, I think you're going to see a lot of ups and downs. With a lot of this where Kyrie goes, hey, you know, and Durant yeah. plays hard every night. And and we've talked about it, Bob. You know, we, we missed you last week. But one of the things Jeff and I said is we actually kind of feel bad for Durant because regardless of what you think of his personality, this poor guy is like giving it all every night and he's got nothing. Yeah, well, I don't feel, uh, I wouldn't say I ever, you know, I feel sorry for him in that sense. I understand what you're saying. And he, he is giving a professional effort and he is a, still a great player. One, one of the, t- the top, what, fill in the blank, five, six, seven player in the league uh, and, and a scoring machine at mid range and all that. And that stuff. But I don't feel sorry for him. The guy had, he's been to the mountaintop. He's got a ring. He, he walked out of a situation for whatever reason. Uh, uh, you know, so he, he, I don't have any sympathy for him in that regard. And, and uh, so I'll spare that. But uh, and I don't think we can judge the Nets on any uh, unless they do have Simmons. You know, he's not my favorite player, but I do recognize what he does bring to their table and then and, and gives them a transition game all by himself. Basically, 
and uh, and they and they they test if they're going to be whatever they are going to be, they got to have Simmons. I understand that. So right. you know, Celtics are lucky they caught him in the right place in the right time. I think. Kyrie, by the way, Gary, uh, he's shooting thirty-two percent from three so far this season. God. Now, smaller sample size, obviously, he's only played seventeen games, but I mean that—that's the lowest uh, numbers of his career since two thousand fifteen and sixteen in Cleveland. He's been a forty percent three-point shooter since then, and is not making threes. You just wonder how much all of this has has worn a little bit on on Kyrie, right? Like, you know. Not to mention the fact that, you know, he's still got, uh, you know, a body that, like, his knees aren't great. He's been hurt a lot over the course of the last five years of his career. But the one thing you count on was, like, Kyrie being Kyrie when he went out on the court and being a dominant, dominant player. And he just doesn't look like that nearly as as, as much as he did in the past. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, he's, uh, he's declared that uh... – uh, as as uh, about uh, Jason <laughs> Jalen Brown, he ain't heavy, but he's my brother. But and Brown comes back that uh, maybe he's uh, I, maybe I'm heavier than you think. You know? <laughs> what, <laughs> what? I didn't. I missed he, this. He he's, he said that uh, Brown. He feels that Jay, that Brown's his brother, a brother. Yeah, and, uh, brother. And and Brown was not quite ready to go that far. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, he acknowledged that. A much better relationship than they had here, and and he's sympathetic. We all know he got himself embroiled in the controversy last week and all that. But uh, he stopped short of saying, "Yeah, you're right. I, I, I'm 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 your brother." No, you're not going that far. <laughs> Delusional, Kyrie. Yeah, cool. it's always. Delusional. Uh, always. Now let's let's move on to the Lakers, <laughs> who have turned it around a bit. Eight I mean, the Lakers after a two and ten start, they won six of their last eight. But my God, you know, so Anthony Davis has 55 points, 17 rebounds, three blocks. They beat Washington. Uh, the Patrick Beverly and LeBron start chiming in, Jeff, that AD should be in the MVP conversation. Jason Tatum is. How come AD isn't? And first of all, let's talk about the turnaround of the Lakers, and then we'll get into the fact that both of those guys are crazy because you need to win a lot of games to be in the MVP conversation. What yeah. do you think of the Lakers right now? I mean, it's good to see. I, I I like this for the NBA. We want this, right? You want the Lakers to be relevant. You want LeBron. I don't want another year with LeBron not in the in the playoffs. I want to see him go out the right way and and be in the playoffs and Absolutely. be in the the you know the Western Conference Finals. I don't think they can win the whole thing or anything like that. But like with LeBron with AD, you got two of the top when they're out there. They're still two of the top tennis players in in, in the world. And AD, we, we we waited for this. Like, he was on the verge of doing this years ago. And then, obviously, the injuries. The injuries. It's always the injuries with uh, Davis. It's availability. It's absolutely. In the last couple of two years, he's played 36 and 40 games, okay, going into this year. Uh, what he's doing, you know, it has to be commended. In the last nine games, he's averaging 35 points a game. He's had a low of 25 and a high of 55. He's shooting 59% from the floor uh, and got granted an awful lot of them are, are, are dunks, uh, but being provided him by LeBron, by the way, yeah. who, who's passing, you know, uh, we're going to discuss. And uh, it's all about Davis being healthy. We have always known that we've never said anything else. He's a tremendous, tremendous talent. And, and uh, so as far as the MVP thing, if that's, 
you know, that's a chic thing going on every, everywhere. And I'm not concerned about that right now. Uh, you know, of course, he should be in the conversation the way he's playing. If this thing continues, they after the two and ten start, they're eight and two. And, but you're and- ten and twelve, Bob. Bob, you cannot mention the letters MVP with a player who is ten and tw- his team is ten. Yeah, and but it's a, yeah, but they're, they're eight and two and large because I just gave you the reason why they they won those games. Is right. Starting to, so he can enter into that conversation. Oh, right. They it's uh, and, enter it. It's a lot. That's hey, fine. But right. LeBron, LeBron, Patrick Beverly, don't mention it until you're in the playoffs. Like at least get in the playoffs where you're in the playoffs, and then maybe, maybe you could throw around his name for MVP. Until then, just shut up. Like, there's a lot of competition anyway. We know that there's a lot, there's a lot of very worthy guys down. They're going to be involved, and 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 uh, so even with Luca, listen, even Luca, they're eleven and eleven. Like yeah. you can't win the MVP if you're in the yeah. playing to me. Like you got to be one of the best six six teams in, in, in your league right now to be considered an MVP candidate. That, to me, is what puts Jason Tatum above everybody right now. Above everybody. It's just the difference between the mentality of the two teams right now. And maybe this is me being a Celtic honk, but I haven't heard anybody on the Celtics talk about MVP awards. This is a team that were in in the finals last year, and they were two games away from winning it. So here you have the Lakers – and this is the typical Hollywood thing is it's all about the individual award <laughs> and they're crying about the MVP. It's like, you know, what? AD isn't doing it, guys, just so we know. And, and we want to clarify here. This isn't Anthony Davis. Oh, no, it's just Anthony Davis is one of listen. He's one of the nicest kids I've ever met doing this. He is. People, I don't think people understand who Anthony Davis is because, you know, remember, Rich Paul pushed him out right. of uh, out of uh, New Orleans. Oh, to LA. So he kind of got a bad rap there, uh, listening to his agent. And listen, I don't know. Uh, won a, a title there. He's been life isn't so bad in LA, but Anthony Davis is a sweetheart of a kid. He's not going to be one just he and Tatum are similar personality wise. They're both kind of quiet to themselves. They're not arrogant, any of it. And neither one is going to be pushing themselves for MVP. It's going to be other people around him. And when LeBron talks, right, people people generally listen. If LeBron, again, just slow your roll, LeBron. Slow your roll a little bit and wait till you're in the playoffs, and then you can start touting. And and let's let's see a, a healthy AD for seventy games and not right. forty five. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a key. Obviously, it's always been a key. Always been the key, but but this is a, a kind of a hey guys, remember me statement he's making. Yes. Yeah, you know, you know, in the world of Jokic, the Joker, and Doncic, and Tatum, and 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 Jaw, ja, and you know, it's hey guys, remember me? I'm pretty I'm damn still here, and, yeah, and that's he, great, and we love it. Um, and as far as Rich Paul pushing him to LA, that was the right move. Like to me as a fan, yeah. If you got a problem with a guy leaving New Orleans, okay. New Orleans for like the Knicks or the Lakers or the Celtics or any of these major market teams that have chances to win a title. Maybe not the problem with a player. Maybe not the Knicks. Well, I don't because it's New York. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, I'm not a Dolan guy either, but you know, but if you have a problem with a player wanting to go play for a championship, because he's never going to win one in New Orleans. Correct. I mean, get over it. Bob, no, I gotta, you, you pair yourself with LeBron. That was yeah. Just, I mean, that's what they do. Right. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. By the way, uh, the the guy in New Orleans is playing pretty well lately. 
We talked about him in the last pod. Yeah. No, Zion's been good. And he continues to play well. They've been good. They've been he's healthy. His whole thing is health. You know? Oh, we've always, you know, will the body can can the body, you know, will it betray him in the end? That that's the question with him. Because he's gonna do what he's gonna do when he's out there, and nobody's gonna nobody ever stops him. How about Uh, Bob? I want to start Jose Alvarado. You know that name, Bob? Yes. Whoa. 38 points coming off the bench for New Orleans. He was like a mid-major recruit coming out of uh, out of high school, goes to Georgia Tech, takes them to the tournament, undrafted, puts 38 up for New Orleans last I mean, that's Lou Williams territory, what he just did. That, you know, and so no, I, I I saw that. My eyes popped open wide when I saw that this morning. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I, I want to ask Bob about this. Start with you on this one. Um, I just saw that LeBron uh, is just past magic for six mm-hmm. all-time in assists. And I just want to talk about that part of LeBron's game because oh. I feel uh, that he has – I think he's one of the best superstar passing players, period. Oh, well, it's to me, you know, when, and I, you're no longer – all right, I no longer can consider him as a forward. He's a player. He's a He's got the ball. You know, and I always said – all of you, these all these years, the two best passing forwards of all time were Larry Bird and, and LeBron, and and I'll still stick with that. And and, and and I still think Bird's a better all around passer. The difference is LeBron's got the ball all the damn time now. Right, right. He's got the ball all the time. That's why what made, what made Larry special and makes him special in the history of the game is that no one accomplished more ever with the ball in his hands less than Larry Bird. And that, that, that's going to stand the test of time. I don't think we'll ever see anybody get more done without the ball in his hands and, and, and as, as, as quickly as he had the ball in his hands. LeBron's got it. He's got the ball all the time. But he's a great passer. He made a beautiful hook pass last night to, to Davis, which I loved. Uh, it was a beautiful arcing hook pass. Uh, he's a creative passer, and he's a willing passer, and and, it, and he's always been a passer. But, but uh, it, it just – Jumps out at you when you see where he's climbed in the all-time list, but he started out really as a forward, and now he's he's basically a surrogate point guard, uh, you know. And 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 let's face it, when you got him, is you don't need a point guard. And well, um, I remember so, when he got criticized for passing too much. Well, yeah. oh well, my theory, you know, I'll repeat it for the millionth time. My theory on the difference between LeBron and Michael and how they got to where they were to the top of their respective mountains and their respective times. Michael didn't get there until he learned how to share. And LeBron didn't get there until he learned how to accept the responsibility of being the best player on the floor and acting accordingly. And and uh, he, you know he shied away in that Dallas series. And I I, I uh, it was a catharsis. I think he really took the criticism criticism to heart. Uh, he's been a, a different player ever since. Um, no, right? He he uh, he did pass too much uh, at the, in those days. But but uh, he you know it, it's it's he's a you know he's he's LeBron. His his skill his skill set is you know. Spectacular. Excuse me. It's amazing, though, um, that he's been this dominant. All right, Bob? Yeah, I mean, just a uh, cough. Uh, got a tickle. Bob's got a tickle. I got a tickle. I'm out tickled. Okay, let's go. Let's go. It's I amazing it that LeBron has been, could go down. You know, again, he's going to be probably two in, in our books, I think all three of ours of all yeah. time, without being a, an elite shooter. Like at all? I mean, he you know he can make them. Well, he's, yeah, he can make he can make them. He's gotten better. He's well, gotten always, better. You know, I always grew up understanding the difference between a shooter and a scorer, and yeah. and 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 he's a scorer. Yes. You know, I mean, Ray right. Allen is a shooter. You know, right. that's a shooter. Right. And and uh, Pierce is a scorer. 
and 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 you know that that was evident from the na- nature of their games. LeBron is, is a scorer; he can make threes. You know, you know, but uh, you know, it's not the it's not the focal point of his game. No. All right, let's move on to uh, what's going on in Atlanta. And Nate McMillan is always a guy who's a very good coach, controversial, um, doesn't always isn't worried about making friends, but. He does seem to get results. I don't know if that's if it's going to end that way in Atlanta. The Hawks right now are in fourth place in the East at 13 and 10. So what happened with Trey Young, Jeff, maybe you have some insight on this, is that yeah. he missed a practice or a shoot-around because he wanted to get treatment on his shoulder. So then McMillan says to his best player, well, you didn't tell me about it, so you can either come off the bench or miss the game. I mean, on the surface, to me, this seems pretty petty by a coach. If a guy's getting treatment, I mean, he's your star player. You got to let it go. Well, that what that I, I I'm learning all this uh, right now in real time. What that tells me or, or suggests to me is that this was a tip of the iceberg thing. That oh, something okay. something had to lead up there. That that couldn't have been this isolated incident that caused Nate McMillan to do that. That's my first instinct. That it would take a if that if if, if that's the case. All right. So here, here's my here's my question to you, Bob. What was Nate McMillan known for in, in his playing career? Uh, defense. Correct. What does Trey Young not do? Defend. There you go. <laughs> my my guess is two and two. I, 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 let me have wait a minute. Two and two. Yeah, hey, there you go. Four. There you go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I think there's some of that going on. I think you know there's there's entitlement, and and Nate McMillan was a guy that that had to grind it to get to where oh, he is absolutely stay in the league and all that and you know he's watching trey young and maybe Dejounte murray a little bit and they're feeling themselves they've gotten off to a pretty good start so far uh which they haven't done in atlanta the last few years so i i think there's probably some of that there too some some more hey listen you know what let, let, let's play the right way and, and i think that's the issue for me with trey Trey can put up 40 every night, but he can give up 40 every night. And uh, and people don't look at that enough. And that's what, to me, makes Jason Tatum maybe the MVP. Makes Anthony Davis, when he's healthy, an MVP candidate. Because they're not just scoring. They're impacting the game on the other end. And that, that's something that I just feel like doesn't get enough attention from people when they talk about the great players in the league. Like, there's great players who are great one-way players. Well, and then there's great all-around players. And, and to me, that's such a separator. Like, Trey Young can't guard anybody. Nobody right now. And, 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 Luka, and, and, Luka's gotten better on that end. He's not great, but, like, he's gotten better defensively for the most part. Um, and, and that's all. Steph got better. Yeah, over the, he was yeah, so yeah. bad early, and he got better to where he was an above-average defender. That's all you can ask for. Being a don't be a liability. And Trey Young has to learn not to be a li- liability defensively. Apropos of nothing we're talking about, but Nate McMillan, I just got to drop this in there. I go back to I saw him at the JUCO tournament. Wow! In wow. Hutchinson, Kansas, yeah, in nineteen eighty four. I went to the JUCO. I spent the whole I saw the whole tournament, which is a trip. It's it, the whole week. It's a phenomenal. You know, if you're a best, I've always tournament. wanted to go. Oh, oh it was it was. Everything you think it is. Yeah. That was it was Walter Burry's big year for Sanchez. Really? But the second best player in the tournament was Nate McMillan of Chawan Junior College in North Carolina. And anyway, I so I, I always think of that when I see it, see Nate McMillan. All right. Now what you were just talking about, 
uh, a guy that jumps out the, as the personification of what you're talking about and, and why we revered, you know, we, we were so uh, uh, raptured with him in, in, in his good years is Kawhi. Kawhi right. brought it at both ends and, right. and brings right. when he's healthy now it, that he's entered into that phase where, oh, is Kawhi capable of playing tonight? You know, uh, uh, he, he brings it. This is the guy that you're talking. This is the kind of player that we're, you're, you know, you're, you're uh, example. He's talking about. Yeah. All right, guys, before we get to our final question, and um, uh, anyways, uh, I do have to tell you that Bet Online remi- remains your number one source for all your sports betting for football and basketball this season. You always find the latest odds, teams, matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. The fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf games and events. Head to Bet Online and join. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Always your continued source for sports wagering information. Bet online features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport imaginable. Bet online, where the game starts. Okay, so gentlemen, uh, how do we feel about Louisville? Uh, I struggling. I feel I, I I'm throwing this in Jeff's. He's going to explain yeah. how this happened. But I just want people to know what we're talking about here. They're not just 0-8, and, and they're 0-8, okay? They're not just 0-8. And, and after losing their first three games by a point each to Wright State, App State, and uh, uh, to, and Be- Bellarmine, Wright State, they have lost their last five games by 26, 32, 19, 25, and 27. That's an average of 26 points. Uh, Jeff Goodman. Yeah. In Louisville. So, all right. He didn't inherit a great situation, right? Chris Mack um, basically left the team last January, midway through. And Mack uh, didn't leave him a, a ton of great players, but he left him a bunch of front court guys, right? Bunch of them that were top 100 players. Um, Kenny Payne takes over, former Louisville player. He was on the national title team. With, with Denny Crum coaching, and he's revered, right? Kenny Payne was an assistant in Oregon for a while under Ernie Kent, where he became tight with the people at Nike. He then went to Kentucky, coached with Cal Perry for years as his assistant, and then the last couple of years went to the Knicks as an assistant there. And they hired him because the new fad is hiring former players for these programs, right? Ewing, Juwan Howard, Penny Hardaway, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Generally, most of them do not work. Um, or have not worked in the past. We'll see how some of these work going forward. Uh, Kenny Payne, here's how I compare it, Bob. This is the easy comparison. Kevin Willard took over pretty a very similar situation at Maryland. Okay, Mark Turgeon quit halfway through the season too, earlier in the season, and culture wasn't great, whatever. Kevin Willard takes over at Maryland. Now, the only difference between – Louisville and Maryland is Louisville still under uh, an NCAA investigation until a month ago. But Willard goes into the portal and gets two point two guards, Jameer Young from Charlotte and Donald Carey from Georgetown, and keeps some of the guys he's got that are used to kind of losing and a bad culture, whatever. And now they're undefeated. And I think they're like number seven in my latest uh, top 25, Maryland, undefeated, <laughs> rolling. Though, Jameer Young's been awesome. So he goes portaling, and it works out. Kenny Payne does not get anybody in the portal. <laughs> Strikes out on guards, 
And he's got one guard on his roster, L. Ellis, and he's not a point guard. He's a JUCO kid who's kind of a scoring guard, and uh, and 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 really his backup guard is uh, Master P's son, mm. a walk-on uh, who, who transferred in from like Xavier, where he never played in Tennessee State. So the difference here is like you gotta you gotta figure out the portal, and Kenny Payne is getting crushed for for not only not figuring out the portal and not getting anybody. But also, it's an embarrassment how they're losing games. Usually, at this point in the season, the only teams without a win, guys, are teams that play by game after by game and, and get killed from the SWAC right. or the low majors that are making money, going around the country, getting paid eighty-five to hundred grand to get their brains beat in. Right. Usually, when I put out the list right now of winless teams, it is like three SWAC teams and two other low majors. Well, I put it out this morning, and right now it is four teams left without a win. It is Louisville, it is Cal, it is Milwaukee, it is Central Connecticut State. And Cal is ravaged by injuries. Louisville just plain sucks. And Kenny Payne better figure it out fairly quick. He'll get, obviously, this year and one more. And The other part is, Bob, they missed out on Dewan Wagner, to Kentucky, Dewan Wagner is one of the top players in the country yeah. coming in next yeah. year. Yeah. They hired his grandfather, right? Bill, Bill. right? Kenny right. Payne hired his grandfather, Dewan's grandfather, and didn't get the kid. The kid right. chose to play for Cal Perry, who coached uh, uh, Dewan Wagner. Yeah, Dewan Wagner, uh, DJ's father, and Nike was also involved here. Obviously, right. bring back potato. Hey, Jeff, Fran Facilis is something interesting in the area tonight. Yeah. Which was that what if what coaches, what schools should do is absolutely have one guy on their coaching staff who does nothing but watch video of games of the rest of the country the entire year in order to get into the portal. The portal. No, it's true. Like, <laughs> like guys are, again, guys right now are, they should be looking around the country, who's not playing. Or, or what mid-major is dominating that's got a year left that we can go get, potentially. Especially, like, if you're Louisville, you're you're, you're over right now. This is, but they, they, they're going to quit on you. They already have kind of quit on them. This is, this is astonishing. This is a Louisville program that's got yes. three national championships. I'm counting that third one, by the way. You know, Yeah, just, which you got to. You got to I do. It. I'm not, you know. And, and, and a legacy that goes back in the Final Fours in the 50s, okay? We're talking about basketball. It matters. Yes. Play, and by the way, they got to fill 18,000 seats in the Yum Center. I don't know. I, 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 They're going to lose a lot of money now. Uh, a lot of money. And it's not that long ago that Tom Urick was being hailed as the best, eight, quote, best AD in the country before yeah. all those, the bleep hit the you-know-what. Yeah. And, and, oh, my God. Anyway, it's shock. But the numbers, I'm going to repeat them as yeah. an exit. They lost the last five games by 26, 32, 19, 25, and 27. Mon Dieu. Bad. Bad. We'll end on that note. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Jeff, thank you for filling us in on the Cardinals. Bob, good to have you back. Great to be back. All right, guys, driven by Bet Online. That'll do it for Ryan Goodman and Tangway. We'll see you next week.